What's up, guys? Welcome to the More Than Backpacking podcast. It's Damon O'Neill here. Today's episode is an amazing episode with uh, Lauren Cullen Gomez. She's an English girl who I found out was also half Colombian, who, who I met in Costa Rica. And we had a great conversation about all sorts of things. She was a female traveling, traveling alone. And she was talking about how much she grew over the few months that she was traveling and how much she got independent and how she wants to be the person not to look down on people who haven't traveled but or or done something different to grow as a person, but to be the person to show them that it's actually possible to do it for a, for a solo female traveler, for example. Uh, we talk about loads of things about Colombian and their passion and, and how her mum also made the British newspaper for marrying a Colombian. So uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's, it's a great episode. I had great fun recording it. Laura's a great girl and she's also going to the University of Cambridge this September. So uh, which she'll actually be there now. Wow. So good luck to Lauren. Thanks to Lauren. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. I mean, everyone wants to talk, mm. really. Like somebody sitting out on the sofa by themselves, if you went up and spoke to them, they're, they're, prob- they're going to yeah, talk back and you yeah. have a conversation and get a, probably get a podcast-worthy conversation. Just saying. Um, you need someone who's a bit loud to break the awkwardness. Yeah. Break the barrier. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sort of... Uh, but the um, but yeah, it's and it's and it's cheap as well. So people come like yeah, that's it's, it's not much. If somebody wants to risk getting a bus to the airport from somewhere else in the morning, they might as well just pay the seven dollars here and go to the airport. Mm. Even though the airport's not in San Jose, it's in Alajuela. Yeah, the phone was when I came um, when I arrived in Costa Rica. I just stayed in Ali and whatever, Muela, whatever, because um, I was getting in turn of flight to the other place um, to be to. Project Menace to the Oscar in Um And yeah, so I just stuck around there. I was just on my phone that whole night. I was quite tired. But then I got the bus back because that's really nice. So you see so much countryside and stuff. It's so green. Um, but yeah. To where? In when you got the flight? Or when you got the bus to... I got the bus back and I flew there. Okay. So like the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I flew there, which was cool, and only an hour. And then I got the bus back, which was like 10 hours. But, um, so where were you? In the, in the Oscar of like small south. It's near Drake Bay. I don't actually know, to be honest. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Southwest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's, what are we doing? Is it something to do with, um... Turtles. Turtles, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, one thing there. It's really nice, actually. I wish we stayed for a bit longer. What, what were you doing? Um, you know, like, we go on surveys and, like, try to spot the animals for, like, they're trying to survey how climate change is affecting it, like the environment there and stuff. What was it, a company? It was um, it's a, it's a volunteer thing, but they have people who are doing dissertations or like scientists who are working there as well. Ticos, Costa Ricans. No, no. no. Oh, Forest. international. Yeah, international, like Americans. And so were you volunteering? Yeah. Did you pay? Yeah. What, like why that. did you roll your eyes when you paid? Because I don't like. Easy. Because I really, cause in England, whenever you think of volunteering, you do pay like, quite a lot. But then, travelling before, I've, I've heard of all this other volunteering where you don't have to pay to do it. You do just give your time and thing, and maybe you pay, you pay for your own food and stuff, and that's chill. But I kind of like, I prefer that a bit. I feel like if you're volunteering, definitely raise money to like, donate to the cause. 
So it feels more like you're paying for the, the business side of it. I don't know. Did you have to pay for food? When no, you were there? no, that was included. But Accommodation? the amount that you paid, yeah, Include? the amount that you paid, it was like. They, did you pay an agency? Yeah. Yeah. And they said, "Oh, we'll cover your food and accommodation. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. You don't want to come to this dangerous Costa Rican place without, without having all that." And uh, of course, they they insured you as well, did they? Or did like did you get insurance with your payment? Or no, don't include insurance. But like, it, I mean, you are you are in the middle of the jungle, so for ease, I guess paying for food and stuff. But I think it was quite pricey for where it was. I mean, but I really enjoyed it. I'd probably go back and do it again. How long were you there for? Only two weeks. Oh, oh really? Two months. But it was too expensive. So I uh, did you, uh, if you went back again, sorry, you said you'd go back. If you went back, <laughs> would you pay again? Or would, do you have a contact you'd be like, oh, can I come back? I think I would, I would maybe ask for like an internship or something. Um, they do take interns. Surely they do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah they do. So maybe I'd try that or something. If not, maybe I'd want to again pay. I don't I, have a you know, I think it's more difficult, the, the turtle uh, business, let's call it. It's not really something that I've looked into, but I think a lot of people want to do it. So yeah. the turtle reservations or whatever, they would only work with these agencies. Yeah. Like the one you paid. Who was it? Who it was, was it? Frontier. It was really good. Like the people who worked there, like were lovely, and it was quite chilled and laid back and stuff. But um, yeah, it was just quite pricey. It was like it would have been like two months of travelling if I'd been in Asia or something. Yeah, yeah, Rather yeah. than two weeks in. To be fair though, Costa Rica is so expensive. Already, it's expensive. How expensive until I turned up and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> we came from Nicaragua to Costa Rica. Oh, you were in Nicaragua before here? And Did you leave because of it? No, we just missed it. Oh, to be fair, it? yeah, so it was alright. But we, uh, I mean, when we first came, it was, uh, oh, you said you haven't eaten Costa Rican food. Well, like, casado is typical, typical, typical. It's like rice. Chicken or fish or veg or whatever with salad, beans, picadillo, which is potatoes and a bit of sauce. Nice. Uh, and it was like 3,000 and we were looking everywhere to make sure no, nothing more than 3,000 because it, that's like $6 or something. Yeah, in, yeah. in Nicaragua, we were getting a nice chicken and rice for 2 or $3. A beer, yeah. beer was less than a dollar in here. In Asia, like, I'd, I'd have a proper like filling meal for 70p. Where? Indonesia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is like, so like, <laughs> yeah, this is I could life. easily do fifteen pounds a day in in Indonesia. That was like nothing. That was fine. Yeah. And then coming here, it's like two meals, three meals or something. Or yeah, like, no, it's, it's not. It's so much more. It was surprising. Um, so maybe that equals the way that quarantine is a bit more expensive. But I don't know. But it was really, really good fun. They like on the first week. Yeah, you just do surveys, you go out, like, see all the wildlife spot, you see amazing animals and stuff, uh, read all the time, it was really nice. And the second week, we had took in some puppies, and they were the, actually, I'm going to show you a video. The day that I left, <laughs> I love dogs, I'm such a dog person. But we had four puppies um, that we had to look after because the mum kind of just kept disappearing. And on my last day, I was just going to lie, and just pull them on the hammock with me, and they were just so sweet. And they just all fell asleep. Just all like, on you? All on me. <laughs> How many were there? There was four. I'm just so smug at the end. I know I am, but <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> um, you know, everyone's really nice and relaxed. Did you live in a house with everyone, yeah? Like, I wouldn't call it a house, you didn't really have walls. But 
it was like it was a camp, <laughs> and you had netting, which were the walls, but the walls of the building rather yeah. than a bedroom. I mean, yes. it was just one, yeah. You'd have no. We had like a kitchen. No, I don't know why I did that. I say like that because there's like no walls, but <laughs> a kitchen, a common room, a like they had like a spare room, like science room, and then um, like three different places where people can stay. And in each one, you have, you could fit like twelve people. Oh wow! So, so yeah, it. I mean, it was quite compact, and they squeeze you in a bit, do they? Like if, if it was full, then yeah. But like you wouldn't have to. We didn't. We never had like twelve people in one lodge. Like I had three, four, five, six. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Did you go by yourself? Yeah, I've done it all myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Definitely worth it. So yeah. did you? Was there a lot of English and Americans? Germans probably. In that place, so many Brits. Really? Yeah, so, so many wow. Brits. So many. Um, a couple of Americans. Well, the day that I left, a Belgian arrived. But no, it's very much British, mostly. Was he a British agency? I'm not sure. I think they're based in Britain, in England, yeah. Probably makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. Did yeah, you like yeah. it? That it was all Brit? It was fun. Like, it was a change. Just because, like, other places that I'd been, it was, like, a, not a bad place. It was all Germans and stuff like that. So it was just, like... Just different to what I was used to now at that point. Yeah. Like if it had been at the beginning of the trip, I would have been a bit like, no, like I want to have a bit more of a mix. Yeah. Uh, but seeing as it was the end, it was like, it's fine. So what's the trip? What do you refer to as the trip? The trip. The trip. <laughs> um, it's five months in total. And so I started in, in mid-January and I first went to Nepal for ten days. Um, All by itself? Actually, no, there I brought my mum, she never been to Nepal. And so I was like, do you want her? Did you bring her or did she bring you? I brought her. <laughs> I brought her, definitely. Um, and then we went to, well, no, I then left and went to the Philippines and then Indonesia. And then I had a couple of days in Sydney because I was fine there. And then we went to um, Buenos Aires for a couple of days and then went to the very, very south and went like, to Patagonia and was hiking. They went up to Chile, but they went through. Here, Did you really? Oh, I didn't know this. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it was, it's been so much fun. Like, it's been fun. <laughs> you're quite upbeat considering you're going home tomorrow. I know, <laughs> I know. I don't know why. Like, it's been so much fun. But I think I'm ready to, like, see my dog. <laughs> see your dog. <laughs> no, I need to. Because I'm actually. I'm going to uni in October. So I need some time to, like. How old are you? I'm 18. Okay, right, yeah. Mm. So, just to sort everything out and see friends. So, you've taken a gap year? Very much, yeah, a gap year. Nice and classic. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, um... Because oh, so, we wanted to go to South America. Our trip was to South America. I've been with two friends. But we didn't make it to South America in six months. So now... Where did you start? In Mexico. Yeah, I think you always need more time than you initially think. Especially because... Like holidays that you normally have, like you don't normally get so much time off, is like two weeks, three weeks. It's like, oh, I went to that country. So you think that like, you can do a country that, but then. But really, only, you just skip, don't you? And then you, you don't If see you meet anything. somebody, when you're like this sort of trip, if you meet someone, you can stay, can't you? Rather yeah. Than, uh, yeah, definitely. Like in Chile, I spent six weeks, I could have easily spent more. It was in, in one place, or? No, I was travelling up through it, and like in the south, in Patagonia, you can spend so long. I think I spent like three weeks, and I could have spent 
month probably. Just there's so much hiking. It's so gorgeous. Like it's yeah stunning. Oh, that's a bit expensive. Um, <laughs> very expensive. And then you go like Chile. I'd say with my, f- I loved all of them, but I'd say Chile was perhaps my favourite just because it has it's like the landscape there is un- unbelievable. It's just yeah, and it's such a range because like in the very south you have like all the mountains and these like amazing blue lakes just gorgeous and you go up and it's volcanoes then it's really cool cities like Santiago and Valparaiso and then it's like vineyards and then it's a desert so it's just such a range that you can't really get bored it's really really like really good fun um and actually my brother (laughs) my brother dropped out of uni and so I invited him to come join me for a couple weeks and he came with me in north of Chile we went into Bolivia yeah and did that together which was really good fun how old is he? He is 20. Are you close then? Yeah, really yeah. close. That's good. Close. Love that. Yeah. Bloody love family. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, really close. So we're actually going to the same... So he dropped out and we replied to other unis. Um, he's actually going to the same uni as me in October. So. Same course? No, but similar. He's doing engineering, not doing physics. So really? it's like... But no, it's fine. And we're Besties. in different like, colleges, so it's all right. Although if we're going to send college, I think that'd be too much. Like, you have to leave me, Simon, but yeah, yeah. it's fine. Give yourself a breather. Mm, yeah. But that should be good. The trip today, we can tell But he's gone to Australia at the moment, so... We're just kind of... Split. Did he go home after Bolivia? No, he... We split, like, the beginning of Peru. And he flew... He had 40 hours of travelling to get to Australia. I know. Um, a lot of loads and I just carried on through Peru yeah but he's got like six weeks to do one coast in Australia yeah and I just went and I had the Inca trial and stuff like that booked so yeah so you were going to go there yeah yeah and uh wait so I heard you say you were going on holiday with your family when you get home yeah so obviously that's a good little softener I yeah uh, that's a good way to it's ease like, back in I'm, I'm so everything that I've got like for the past five months and until like I think the end of the year even like there's so much to do and I'm excited for every single part but I'm excited for what's next like doing this going home and seeing friends family going away with a couple friends and then going away with my family and then preparing for uni my brain has gone to mush in the past year um it's awful can't do any any maths but anyways I'll prepare for that and then go to uni and all stuff like it's a lot of things to look forward to yeah we're going in um end of July we're going to Japan which is quite cool. So. It's on a family holiday. Mm. That's I don't I don't think I've ever heard that before. Going to Japan. Japan on a family holiday. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. No, my parents like um they like travelling. We like seeing new places and stuff. Yeah. My brother loves Japan. Just loves it. Your brother. Yeah. My younger one. Yeah. Um. I don't know why, but somehow he like got obsessed with it. So. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Two brothers. Two brothers. Well, How old is the little one? He is 15. He's always due to season Really? Yeah. He asked me for help with a question. This is why I say that my brain's gone to mush. Because I couldn't answer it. And I meant to have done like A level further maths. And I was looking at it, I was like, like I can't do it. Practice. Uh, practice. Hey. Come along. <laughs> I just thought what Gavin stays in. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> Pamela, she knows what Pamela means. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I was telling her she was. I was like, "What's your name?" And she said, "Pamela." And I was a bit like, 
And she said, well, in America, it's Pamela, but here it's Pamela. And I was like, oh, that's funny, because in England, it's Pamela. Yeah. It's because of Gavin and Stacey, but I don't think, nobody else has, I don't think there's been a Brit in who has seen Gavin and Stacey. What? Seriously? Yeah. Well, then we haven't had many in. Oh, okay. There's a couple of, oh, no, the the Scottish girl hadn't watched it, but I think the lad had, but he wasn't there. Oh, they yeah. love Gavin Stacey. Well, yeah. Well, he's from... James is from James Essex. Gordon. Oh, yeah. And I'm from Essex, so... Mass or Menos. Right about. Um... So what is a... Oh, oh so you're doing physics at uni. What uni are you going to? Uh, Cambridge, October. Oh, really, yeah? Mm, see how that goes. Good luck. Thanks. Are you excited? Yeah. I just think it's going to hit me like a brick wall. Just because, I don't know, we'll see. I like, a little bit nervous. Like, you know, the stereotype what people are like there. Stereotype, though. I've I know, it is. It have is you made a lot of friends when you've been travelling? Yeah, like, just... Did you have a stereotype of what people were like when they were travelling? In your head before you travelled? I don't know. I don't feel like I did. Because I always wanted to travel. I mean, no. Did you, you think you were the stereotype? That, like, no. that, that's fine. It's, yeah, I no, mean, you I mean, might have been, yeah. I didn't think, no, I didn't think I fit the stereotype. No, okay, the stereotype is, you know, very, like... But no, I've Go on, been, go on, say it. I said, you know, like, thinking they're really deep all the time and stuff like that. But I didn't expect that, and I've only met, like, two, well, two people that perhaps were like that. And I remember them because they stood out because the majority of people were just not trying to like be too deep all the time or feeling superior. But there was one guy I met who was very... Wait, so what's it like? Thinking too deep? Like, no, thinking like that they're superior in like a deep... I don't know how to put it in like a deep way is what I kind of had as stereotype in my head. Is there like, they're just more knowledgeable and like they just know because... the world. Because? Because they just be travelled so much and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I met one guy who was... <sighs> who filled that to a T. Like, as in he just felt he was so superior to everyone because he'd had so many more adventures and so and I was like so wait like so just so I can understand what you mean a little bit that, that when when you go like this is it because they're like uh, spiritual and they do yoga every morning that type of oh I've got I'm deep in my thoughts and spirituality or just they're just they think they're really cool because they've travelled more. More like that, yeah. Okay, right, yeah. Yeah, they think they're they're much cooler and just know a lot more because they've travelled so much more. And it's like alright, maybe you do know more. I mean when you travel you do learn more things, but to know they would use it as like a superior thing. And I met one guy who was like that. And Where? I was in Australia. Where's he from? No, I'm sorry, I was in Indonesia, he was Australian. Um, but living in Thailand. And he was just like, he would just go saying all these stories about like, all these hookers and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, You're odd. Yeah. And, like, hard guy. And, like, bragging about things and how he can always tell if it's a lady bought or not. And then saying how, like, um, he likes to call himself... He, I'm going to try and impersonate him. I can't do it. He was like, yeah, and I'm like what I like to call a citizen of the world. And I was like, okay. He was like, just when you've, like, lived so much and had so many experiences, so many adventures, you just... Just reach this kind of level, and, <laughs> and I was like, Oh god, and he was like, And you can tell someone else is, and you can't call yourself, but you can tell someone else is in the world, and you just have a connection, it's just right there. And I was like, What an okay. egg. And then he was like, um, And he's like, I just lived through so much that I never have a problem, which I never thought I'd have, and it's that um, 
my stories are so wild, they're so out there that I can't tell anyone because they don't believe me. And so I just don't tell them stories. No, and I was like, shut up. Like, mm -hmm. and this is after you told me all these stories, so no one ever believes me. Cause Did you believe mad. it? No. <laughs> to be honest, no. Okay, at first I was, and then he said that, and I was like, now I don't think I believe you. Um, but yeah, they are so few and far between that, like, I wouldn't want that to stop people, like, going around and travelling just because they think everyone's going to be like that. Do you think people not. do? I think so. And, like, I'm also cautious about going back. And, and being that person. Yeah, yeah I was just so going to say. Well, like, it often happens, even... Uh, yeah, it is that. I know exactly what you mean. And people then think, oh, he just thinks he goes where yeah, this, yeah. this place and that place. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, no, like, I was speaking to my friend about it. And I was like, tell me if I'm like, being an idiot. And I come back and I'm just like, oh, yeah, my gap yard did this, something like that. Anyway. Like, yeah. But also, it's not about. So some people will think they're better, but it's. You, it's not thinking you're better, is it? It's not thinking you're better and looking down on people. It's believing that you've had a great experience that you want to share with people, and you want them yeah. to have, you want them to go on an adventure like that as well, yeah. or or experience something, even if it's just for two weeks of one thing you did yeah. in Costa Rica, like the volunteering, for example. You could be like, honestly, oh, you'd love it, you'd love it. This, yeah, like, that's, that's the thing I think is different. Yeah, if you're like talk, talking about it in a way that's not. Not showing up yeah, with not, it is what I'm thinking. Not looking like, down. You're not looking down on them having done it. It's because like, some people don't travel, quote unquote, but but they don't know what they don't know, so they don't know what it's like. I haven't gone and done volunteering in a tour with turtles. Like a conservation shitty thing. <laughs> no, but I haven't. But I've done a lot of volunteering, but I haven't done something like that. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know what I don't know. But I'm yeah. sure it'd be good. But it's, it, it doesn't sort of appeal to me massively, but as in speaking to people like you, there's loads of people come through this hostel, they go to Tortuguero or over there where you were, mm. which I can't say, pronounce, and uh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'd be game for it, I don't think I'd pay for it though, yeah. personally, but yeah. the, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I agree, be careful of that when you go home, yeah. but it does, yeah, I mean, people probably think, they'll be like, like without even realising it, when you go home, people will say, oh, she's mature, she's not different as in negatively different, but she's different, she's more mature, she's blah de blah this and that. And uh, But as long as you're yourself and you're not trying to be somebody who looks down on them, for example, yeah. but you're just yourself because you do grow when you go travelling, for example, the, uh, then they'll see it as a positive way. Because, yeah. I mean, you're still young. So. And if you think, like, doing it because I mean even at home we're always quite independent like my parents are never multi-coddling or anything they kind of just let us do what we wanted but we never we were never dicks about it um, but still like doing this is very different to being at home like it's just, yeah. just especially travelling alone it's just like it's yeah, all yeah. on you and, and that does give you a lot more independence so I'd love to go back and tell all my girlfriends like please travel and try to do it alone because they're all like to me for some reason I don't know why I've always wanted to go away and I always wanted to do it alone and I didn't, I had no idea where that came from. When I was mentioning it at home, they're like, traveling alone as a girl, like, that's such a bad idea, like, it's so dangerous, like, I need to get lonely all the time, blah, blah, blah. And that's not how I pictured it at all. But so many people were so like, what are you doing? That made me think, maybe I'm making a bad decision, but I still did it. 
And I'm so glad that I did it alone. And I'd love to go tell like other people to. Like, well, I bet you girls. met. I bet you met other solo travelers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Not so many. Not loads of solo girls. Yeah. Like usually pairs, but not loads of solo people in general, to be honest. But, really. Yeah, but fewer girls I found. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to go back and just tell like all my friends that are girls to be like, just do it. Like it makes you feel so much more. Yeah, yeah, evil. yeah. Yourself, it's of. funny though that you said. Look, I was talking to someone earlier about this, about how you perceive something. Actually, we, we were talking about that painting there with, with another guy. Don't you think that looks like it's trying to be the UK? Well, I perceive it. <laughs> I perceive it like that. Okay, fair. But obviously, some some people don't. But you were saying you you in your mind. You thought solo travel, yeah, like this, that, and everything was positive, really. Yeah. But other people would be like, dangerous, oh, don't do it, you get lonely, and I mean, I wouldn't even, I don't think I would think of lonely. I did, but I never thought of lonely, and then yeah. I up and they were like, oh, you just going to be alone all the time, and I was like, that's not how I was imagining it, I would just imagine like meeting yeah. people and talking. It just shows, like, you shouldn't listen to other people when yeah. they're trying to, trying to bring you back from doing something, and it's not just travelling either, it's, like, if you want to go out and do something, it, it, it sounds like you felt like it was a good thing to do for you. Yeah. And you really wanted to do it. Mm. I mean, I'd, you sound like a sensible enough girl where you were going to stay, like, not do anything too silly when you're abroad. So you're not going to put yourself in danger as such. Yeah. Uh, so, like, obviously you might have to be aware of that sometimes. But you have to be aware of that if you walk around um, London. London, yeah. yeah that's definitely so. what I was thinking. I was like, a bad thing can happen in London as much as it can happen, like, somewhere in South America if I'm not careful. And, like, in general... I, at the beginning, obviously, it was like at the beginning, I hadn't done it before. I was far more hyper-aware. Like, I still have to be careful, I know that. But also, not everyone's out to get you. Like, it's not... Yeah, people it's nice people a picture at home, like... What, South America, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tourists, like, or... Also, like, my Colombian family was so like, oh my God, I can't believe you're travelling alone. Because, especially in Colombia, it's improved a lot now. But before, you know, it was far more dangerous. Yeah. And there was just so much shit that you couldn't do. So I did me travelling alone in South America, which they kind of painted with their brush, was like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, all these things that they were warning about that I'd never even thought about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In England, I know we're quite lucky with of course, the same yeah. and stuff. And, um, I remember my cousin, who's now, who's Colombian and studying in London, and she was just listing all the stuff which I shouldn't do that I would never have thought twice of. Like, um, there's this drug that if you inhale, uh, you become completely, like... Um, submissive in a way, like you do whatever they ask of you yeah. and you won't remember it after doing it. So it kind of was going round and um, she was like, okay, if anyone asks you to point somewhere on a map, don't do it or do it with a pen because sometimes they put it on the map and then you bring that up and you inhale it and then they can oh, ask you right, to do whatever yeah, they want, yeah. like take out all the money from your bank account, blah, 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 and then you'll suddenly come around and not know what's happened. And all these things, I was like, I would never thought about that on a map. I would have just pointed, or if I didn't know, I would have just, like... But when you know too much, it stops you from worse. doing stuff, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. I was like, you know what, this can happen anyway, just go with it. Um, if you think, when you know so much, you, you know all of the bad things that could happen. Mm. And any time I have had something go, gone wrong, I've just met, like, the loveliest people in the world that have helped me. Yeah. Like, gone above and beyond what I would expect anyone to locals do. Locals or... Yeah, locals. I think about every time. Yeah, I think they're pretty much every time just vocals, and it was like, can't believe the extent. Like, I, if in England, like, I'd help someone out, but the, how far they were going with it, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, oh my god, like. No, then. Like Latinos are more friendly than English. Yeah. 
but that, that's another anyway, conversation. Yeah. What the? Uh, so has something gone wrong? Well, like well, when I was in Indonesia, I, um, I okay, it makes me sound so dumb. So I was in the island of Java, and they, I did like these three volcano hikes, and we did them. I did it with a friend that I met in in Indonesia, and um, we did three volcano hikes, perhaps in like a week or something, and they're all like night hikes. In that week, I had absolutely no sleep. I was going like a million miles an hour. I had like, I don't know, like ten hours sleep on the week, like in the week. Yeah, or something. Yeah. No sleep because you hike during the night. So we did the first one, which was stunning, very difficult. The second one, and then the third one, um, I was carrying the food for everyone in my bag. And we were staying in like a really dodgy place, and I was like, I'm just gonna bring my passport in case because I couldn't lock my oh. passport thing anymore. So we climb up in the go. night. I know, climb up in the night. We go to see the blue fire. Have you heard of blue fire? It's uh, like no. phenomenon where I can't remember what it was. Basically, it just looks like blue fire. Okay. And you have to go to the dark to see it. And also, there's sulfur, so you, for some reason, you're not allowed to hike in the day. So we go down there, I get all my food out, and give it to everyone, and accidentally my passport and my debit cards and everything in the fanny pack fall out. I didn't notice. Went up to viewpoint, went down, slept, and was packing to go to Bali. And I was like, oh. I've got a passport, that's great. Um, and so I went back to the car that we do, look it all in there, was trying to find a number online, was trying to find out about the British consulate, and the closest one was in Bali, but the consulates only work 12 hours a week, Monday, Wednesday and Friday, 8 to 12, and I worked, which is like nothing, <laughs> I know, and in Bali, um, and I found out like 12.30 on the Friday, so I had to wait all the way to Monday until right. I could even... And so I was like, just resigned to the fact that I lost it. And I was walking back and I just asked this local guy, I was like, so do you know if there's like a number or something, maybe with the lost property? It was very far-fetched, of course there was. Was this the, a guy on the tour? No, just a random guy that I was at the hostel. I think he worked okay. there. So lost hostel. property for what? The whole island? Yeah. No, no, just for the volcano, because it was like an organised volcano. Uh, I think like, yeah, it was very popular. Like, yeah, okay. It was very popular there. Um, and he was like, no, why? And I said that I'd lost my passport. And he just freaked fuck out, like he was going quite, and I kept pretty calm throughout all of this, I was like, there's nothing I can do, yeah, yeah. and he just went mad, I was like, oh no, like, why is it so bad, like I knew it would be expensive, buying a new and everything, and he was like, you can't get to Bali without your passport, because they know they're a foreigner, you can't bribe them, he was saying how he'd had that happen to a Russian guy, like, a few weeks before, and he'd have to pay, he had to pay like 800 pounds, 90 pounds in bribes by oh, the end, cool. and I was like, mm, don't have that money, okay, that's great. Um, and so then he drove me back to the volcano, which was two hours, on his moped in the rain. We got there like 6pm, I had no phone, no book, nothing, and it was freezing. I don't know why that night got really cold. And they wouldn't let us start hiking to 1am in the morning, so we had to spend like seven hours. And I, I was trying to... So what, he was, just, he was bringing you up to just find it again? Just to help find it, drove me all the way, um, missed a bit of work, well, a lot of work the next day actually, but... Then we just had to like sit there by the fire, trying to sleep on this bloody wooden plank. It was so cold. Um, and then he hiked back up with me. Looked in one part while I looked in the other. And in this volcano, and this so he was being really lovely. And then also in the volcano, there was sulfur. The miners there who have to mine yeah. the sulfur, um, and they carry like eighty kilograms in their shoulders. Like wow. it's ridiculous. Every step looks like impossible. Tough. And they get paid very little, so they try to sell these little sulfur like figurines mm-hmm. to and this one guy started trying to do it and I was like oh like I'm really sorry but passaporte passaporte like, 
And when he realised what I was saying, um, and he was like, oh, like, no. I think my face just dropped because I was so fed up and I had, like, no sequence, just a bit stressed. And he saw my face just drop. And he had this little, like, turtle figurine. He just kind of looked at it and looked at me and then was just like, oh, for you. you know? Really? Like, the fact that you feel sorry for me when I'm just an idiotic Westerner that's lost their fucking passport, passport and yeah. he was there with, like, this massive, that little nice thing. And then we went out and couldn't find it. And I was kind of resigned to it. And then going back down, the guy that brought me there kept, like, asking all the miners, like, have you seen it? And one guy found it in the middle of the volcano. Really? And I was like... So did he have it on it? Well, not completely. He, um, he said he had it back at his house, but he never met us. Then we had to drive around the villages for a couple hours. Turns out about five people had the same name as him. So it normally to all their houses. And then went to his, his wife was there, he wasn't going to go back later. But um, in the end, I had to bribe him a bit to get it back. But, it but was, in a way, you, you would have had to pay all sorts to get a new one. Exactly. Oh, £25 worth of bribe compared to £100 for the past. Oh, £20 is going to save it more no, than no, that. No. I didn't want to ask because no, I thought no, you no, might not want to admit it. I was like, the actual money there, I forgot the um, conversion, so we said like thousands. I was like, how much? And I was like, no, no, no. And I looked at it, I was like, fair. Straight away, I just take give it, him like, Take it all you want. Like, um, yeah, so like the local guy driving me around, missed call. he had to miss work the next day doing it. So I try to cover that cost of it because the boss was quite pissed off he met us back at the hostel um, he was, we just yeah, went like above and beyond we just didn't need to do all that for a stupid girl that had lost her passport yeah. okay, no. and like little things that happened like that throughout the other way that people were just being so so ridiculously lovely some nice people in the world huh? yeah surprisingly shockingly even though you don't hear about it when yeah, you don't hear about the good stuff um, but yeah anytime <laughs> there's been anything like oh this is gonna like fuck up the trip for a little while people have just been really really lovely so it's quite nice to see as well the, I uh, really bad experience too I, I often think when bad stuff happens you can always learn something from it anyway yeah and uh, I mean even if it's just that for you to tell that story yeah. It's a good story really to nice, tell, like, and then you help somebody, one of their miners, because you give them 25 yeah. quid, which is a lot to them. It was, yeah, and, uh, for them. And it was just kind of really nice. And also, I, I was thinking that if we were driving around the, like, the villages trying to find him, and I was shattered, but it was also a very pretty little like, village I would never have seen otherwise. Oh, and, yeah, so there you go. And I was like, well, they were all staring out the window, because like, white people don't yeah. seem to go around there very much. And when we went back, when he had gone back to his home, and he had these two little daughters, and they just, they were just going crazy. Like, they were just giggling all the stuff, they kept hiding from me. Because of you? Because of me, just <laughs> looking at, like, seeing the white skin, I was like, oh, this is quite, I know, quite a cool experience, yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. which came from a stressful experience, but I'm glad it happened in the end. Even though I was very stressed at the time, it was definitely worth it. Um, there might be someone listening to this who has lost their pod, has the, who has lost their passport, and they know that they there's a possibility they can get it back. There's a possibility but, because there's friendly people in the world. No matter where you are in the world, like pe- people around. will help you out. Yeah, yeah, no, that was really nice. So you are you Colombian? You're Colombian. Yeah, half. Who? Uh, my dad. Yeah. My dad's from there. What was he born there and grew up there? Well, um. I lived there till I was four. I was actually, Did you really? Yeah, I was actually born in England, um, but that's just because my mum wanted to wanted. <laughs> born in England. My two brothers are born in Colombia. Uh, but, you know, I lived there to the age of four. Really? Where? 
in Bogota. Yeah. In the capital. So um, Spanish is your mother tongue. It well, wasn't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was my first language. Your first language. But not my mother tongue now. When we moved over, so we had a very rushed move to England, and when we arrived, I didn't know any English. And I was going to school and sitting there just daydreaming the whole time. That's so funny. That, I know. But I said your Spanish was good, though. Obviously, you have an advantage. Yeah, the I, listening... I thought I spoke some good easier. Spanish for the Brit in the hostel. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I speak, people are like, you're actually from England, just because English people... Do. This is another oh, thing. But, yeah, well, actually, when I said, where you where you from, and you said Inglaterra, uh, I thought, hang on, most people, like, most English wouldn't really start to speak Spanish yeah, when, when they come into the hostel. Yeah. Especially we to, have like, quite a bad stereotype for like second languages. Everyone's like, but the English don't really speak another language. Oh, like, of course, yeah, we're very lazy. <laughs> okay. no, Some of us try. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I lived there age four and then moved to England and my parents were like, right guys, you need to speak English at home because you're not understanding anything at school. And then we never went back, so I lost the Spanish, which is... A real shame. So you never spoke it at home? No, completely. So where did you learn it? Why did you... School. Okay, what, secondary school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you must have had a bit of an advantage. Like, I found... I think I found listening easier, because I was just used to hearing that kind of thing Even in the an background. accent, maybe. But my, like, level of vocabulary and grammar and stuff like that was... Do you speak fluent? No. No, it was at the level of when I was learning. So, like, when I did it for A-level, I'd say it was at A-level level. What, now? Yeah, I mean, really? it's improved on this trip. Yeah, I was going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how long have you spent in Latin America? Um, three months in total. Yeah, so then... So, just... Having know, had, Knowing it before and then has been yeah, in three months. Yeah, it's something like, if you get the... If you get the basic of a language and then you go there, it's like a snowball. You just... It just... Yeah, yeah, up yeah, words yeah. after words. And also, I, I hated speaking. Um... Like, in my exams and everything, my writing, reading, this thing would be really, really good, and speaking would be my shit, just because I didn't have the confidence to... I was just so embarrassed about making the mistakes, which is dumb. I know it's stupid. Yeah. But I was just so embarrassed about doing it, and especially with my family, I felt so embarrassed at the fact that I was half Colombian, and I couldn't speak Spanish yeah, yeah. like a native. So I would just never speak it. And so coming here, I was like, you need to fucking learn. And I don't really care what strangers thought, so I yeah, just... Yeah. And it's definitely improved a lot with that, like... I would never speak Spanish before. Like, just not even to my family, yeah, just wouldn't yeah, even try. And now, I'll do it, just because, I mean, it doesn't matter if I make a mistake, as long as you understand me, it's fine. Yeah, um, of course. But that, that's, that stops me improving, because people understand me, but I'm saying it incorrectly. Yeah. I know, actually... They know what I mean. They yeah, they know what you mean, so it's like, just the part. It's like, if you actually want to improve, I kind of say to people, like, correct me every time. Just correct me, I won't take it badly. Um... Well, do you speak, do you correct people in English? No, not the thing. Well, it's funny. So I I always correct people on English, and if an English person is there, they often think that they give me the look, thinking that's how rude is that to correct them because they don't put a I or an E on the end of the word. But having worked with with a lot of foreigners in England, I know that they are very grateful for the same reason we just said that they don't. So if you ever. You should do it. It's a shame you're going home, but yeah. if you ever meet somebody, even if at uni or whatever, like, correct them because they will actually appreciate it that you've corrected them yeah. rather than not. I f- me personally, I feel rude not correcting them because <laughs> it's my mother tongue. Yeah, and if you have the opportunity to like show them, I think I probably mentioned. I'd be like, 
just like heads up. Do you want me to like tell you if you said something wrong, and then I'll just correct you? I yeah, think I'll do that. I mean, it's a bit late now, I know, but yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely improvement, and just getting more comfortable with it, and more. The thing is, the way that we learn languages at school, you learn it a lot through reading and writing, so pronunciation isn't really worked on that much. Yeah. And also, I can tell you about fucking argue a little bit about global warming but I can't really say oh can you drop me off and yeah, you learn yeah, weird yeah. vocab that you can't actually use day to day that much yeah. so coming you've def- I definitely improved just like general chit chat compared yeah. to random argument fine never have in Spanish um, but did, did you see family when you went to Colombia then? okay I didn't go to Colombia oh I, didn't you? Oh, okay. no because like they were a bit they were a bit offended but I was like, I've been to Colombia, I need to see new places, and I'm planning on going next year to see them. So I was like... Wait, when was the last time you were there? Did you used to visit? We, we visit every a few years, maybe. Okay, right, that's, I'll let you off, I'll let you off. Yeah. We do, yeah. But obviously, it's because, it's, because it's so far. Yeah, and I now wish I had a couple of weeks at the end just to go down there, and especially because I know my Spanish is better now, just to chat with yeah. my grandma, because she doesn't speak English. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing is, to be fair to you, you, you say just go down there for a couple of weeks. South America is huge. Mm. You, you're not really, you're not that close sort yeah. of thing. But you, yeah. you are obviously because you're in Latin America. Especially you were when you were close up, when you were travelling up South America. But it's, uh, you, if people were in like Germany, they wouldn't necessarily say, oh, I'm going to come to England because I'm there. It's, yeah, yeah. Not. It's all, I mean, I'm... I'm I'm going to visit my American family tomorrow because, I mean, I made sure I flew to America a day before so I could see them because I'd never miss out on missing family. Mm. Wait, so I'm joking, I'm joking. Compared to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am doing that, but I was joking, that's why. No, I know. No, it was kind of bad, I probably should just quit for a minute. But to be fair, if you go next year as well, that's good. Yeah. Follow me that. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. No, I will go next year. Uh, what family have you got? Family, what family have you got in the US? Like, so my my grandmother is from Ireland, and her sister moved to Boston okay. in the fifties, and my nan moved to London. Oh, okay. So it's my equivalent in uh, the US. So it's like my my dad's cousin has cousins there, and uh, yes, yeah, so they live. I'm flying to Boston. And I need to stay overnight, so it's either the airport or there, so it works out quite good. I get to That's see right, that. Yeah. And then I'm going to see them after as well for a few more days with my brothers. Yeah. Which where, where are you? By then, my mum was very much ready to go back home to England. What? Did she go travelling and fall in love there? No, so she she did go travelling actually when she was young. She travelled alone when she was about 20 something, early 20s. Um, but. Her and my dad met when they were both working in Germany. Oh, okay. Um, um, and stayed there for a couple of years. Uh, and then got married in Colombia and lived there for 13 years. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because I... So my mom's from Norfolk. Right. Um, for many, many generations. And she got into the local village newspaper when she married my dad. Front page with um, a photo. I can't, can't remember the title exactly. But the gist was along the lines of like 
Sarah goes exotic. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh for God's sake, so funny. And also, it's, the worst part is that, like, the end of the story, so it's about the wedding and stuff. And, I mean, this is when comedy was very, very bad. Yeah. And at the end of the story, it just ends with the fact that their wedding photographer was mugged upon leaving the wedding. So yeah. Had no wedding oh, my God. <laughs> like, no, you fit the stereotype completely. Um, but yeah, I just find that hilarious. It's so did, did she have friends and family to go to the wedding? The yeah, my grandparents were and my auntie. What did, what, did, what did your grandparents say? Or what did your mum say that your grandparents said when she said, I'm going to move to Colombia? To be honest, I never asked about that point. I know that like they met my dad. My dad had gone over to England and stuff and did ask my um. Apparently, when he asked my granddad like if he could marry my mum, he was like, "Sarah can be difficult." <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I think because she travelled alone before as well. I mean, it would have been quite big. But she like, you know, the stereotype of Norfolk, which is not the same anymore, but like quite an insular place, I think. Yeah, but yeah. in, I mean, it's back then, I think everywhere anyway. Really. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. And so, I mean, that is a very big, like, I never fully appreciated it, but I think more on this trip, I like, appreciated far more, like, oh, that's a big change. It like, is, really yeah. Big... Back then as well. Mm, back then, and she didn't speak, she didn't speak Spanish. Um, she spoke, so they, now they both speak Spanish, English and German fluently. But she didn't speak Spanish at the time, she learned that when she went over. So I remember her telling me that, like, the wedding was done in Spanish, and she had no idea what the fuck she was swearing to. Her dad, like, my dad had to like nudge her as they went. So when they had to say I do in Spanish, he had to nudge her to be like, she just had no idea what the fuck she was saying. Which is quite funny. Um, but yeah, so they moved there, and it's very different to England. It has got a very different culture. Yeah. Um, some bits I love, some bits I think are so much fun, some bits I don't like. But so I, by the end, yeah, she was she was ready to go home. And it's funny, my granddad when he comes over just says that my dad is very much an Englishman to him. He seems very like British in his point of view, which I don't know, I find funny. Yeah, it um, might it might have been, or she could have been a bit Latina, but he could have been British. But that's why they got on. Maybe they got along. Maybe a mix. And people, when people see my and just see my parents, they always think my mum's a Latina, which is funny because she's like Norfolk from generations. But they're like. So she's a Colombian, I'm like, no, but the other one, the other one actually. Do you look Colombian? It's funny, when I'm in England, people think I look so Latina. Yeah. When I'm in South America, they think I look so European. Yeah. People just see like the other it's side funny, of it. It's funny, yeah. And in my family, I'm definitely the most Latina of the kids. Oh, really? Um, my, my brother's like, my older brother's blue eye, like, yeah, my little brother. I'm just definitely the most Latina looking, yeah. especially with the hair. Yeah. Um, but... My dad is also not a stereotypically looking Colombian. I mean, he's tall. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, there is a mix in Colombia, but stereotypically, they're not tall. He's six, six foot three. He's quite pale. You know, just generally doesn't fit the stereotype. But, um, yeah, I'm the most keen of the kids, definitely. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Like, it feels so normal to me when I'm like, oh, I'm Colombian. They're like, ooh, that's a weird mix. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess it is, but... Yeah, you don't you don't hear it much. Well, don't hear that often. I mean, we kind of know. Is there a Colombian community where you live? A little bit, yeah. So wait, you you live in Buckinghamshire? Yeah, there's not like a, it's not like a massive community at all. But when you like move to a different country, you kind of find the people there. Yeah, how funny place. you do. Huh? So, like they're all completely like integrated and stuff, but you just still know each other. And so the Colombian people that we know there, it's funny because my 
parents are the only one that feel fit. So it's all Colombian women, women. and English husbands. <laughs> and then just my mum and dad, like, hey guys, hey, my mum is the English one, my dad is Colombian. Um, and uh, so we kind of them there, like, not especially well, but we know who they are and stuff, and maybe meet up with them now and then. Um, but it's funny, they always start speaking to us in Spanish, and I'm not like, all their kids are bilingual because their mum is the Colombian, yeah, so they yeah. get home far more. And so I just be there like, mm, English for me, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Like, and now you can go back and be like, <laughs> you can go to the Colombian community. Yeah, like but that. there's a lot of Colombians in uh, in London, you know. Elephant Castle. Yeah, Elephant and Castle, Seven Sisters as well. Like the um, Colombian, Colombian hub. Like when it was in the World Cup in Brazil, my parents were there to watch the Colombia game. And my parents like, it was so much fun. My yeah. dad just loved it. He thought it was so, oh, such a great yeah. atmosphere. Just go. And like Colombia getting that far in the World Cup, yeah, was they did brilliant. Didn't they? A massive, massive deal. Like they got a day holiday. Like this is what I love. Really? They yeah, everyone got a national holiday to go watch the game. Um, and my grand, my grandparents were over. It was my granddad's birthday. Like everything was just so excited. Everyone was so like. Yeah, no, you can't mean football as well. Isn't it? Yeah, football. It's the the sport, yeah. the country, and like Rodriguez was like a fucking king. King after that, it was incredible. Um, it was a really like a really fun thing just to have that for them. Instead. Latinos are so like that. I I feel like here when Costa Rica played England the other day. I don't know if you saw. Didn't watch it, but he was on. Yeah. I mean, it was friendly, whatever. But um, th- I went for a walk. It was a Thursday. It was on in a Thursday afternoon, and everyone just got a Costa Rica shirt yeah. on. I'm, it's like they got public holiday every time they play. Yeah. And same, the goalkeeper plays for Real Madrid, and they had some big matches when we've been here and you see so many Real Madrid shirts because obviously for Real Madrid it's like a huge beast club in the world and yeah and they've got he, Costa Rican there yes like, he's representing Costa Rica really yeah. he's representing like Latin, Central America maybe not Latin but yeah it's, uh, definitely, it's like so much involved so, and also because it's rarer it's such a like in Peru they've gotten through in the World Cup and yeah. every, the Peru football tops everywhere they were all just wearing one it's like yeah, yeah. In England, if we don't get through, everyone's fucking pissed off. Yeah, here, exactly. it's just, and like I remember as well, because it was um, the Olymp- the London Olympics. Like Britain was like it was such a fun time over yeah. that summer, and everyone was so excited because we came third. Because we had like I don't know thirty something goals, I think it was. Um, and Colombia was so fucking excited because they just had three medals. Really. They had a female BMX rider who got gold, a silver in cycling. Can't remember the other one was, but I, I remember going to Colombia and just be like. Oh fuck, like the fact that it's so excited yeah, yeah, as yeah. it is. I don't really like appreciate that when I'm in England. Um, but no, that's why I'm, like if Colombia is in something I really like it's just like come on, like underdog, please just come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it means so much more to them. So it's quite nice when that happened. That was a really lovely time. Because like also, I've never met a Colombian who says don't go to Colombia. No. They all say, oh, you have to go to Colombia, it's to beautiful, Colombia. we have buildings, we have cathedrals, we have the jungle, we have the beach, you we have, have everything. And it's like, coffee. I, I've only seen it through the eyes of my family, so I feel like I've seen a very different side to it, whereas when I was in South America, anyone I'd meet, who knew that I was travelling like north, they were like, you have, and I'm, I'm not like every single person that you have to go to Colombia, you have to go to Colombia, yeah. and I was like, mm, I'm Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't know that I was in yeah, and they were just like, you have to go see it, like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it was really weird hearing that, because I'd only seen it through the other, oh, my grandparents' house, my auntie and uncle's house, like, I hadn't seen loads of the country. Um, 
and people just like madly rave about it. Like, but Colombia, I mean Colombians. Love oh, yeah, yeah, you think Colombia? Like yeah, they're so proud of, of their own country. Like uh, may, maybe there's proud. a bit of because of previous troubles in the past, people will be like, "You went to Colombia?" Like, yeah, definitely. I bet what your mum heard loads of. But so they they almost try and make an even bigger point. Maybe I'm yeah. like, I, I haven't been there. No, no, I think, so, I think that's but, um, they're very proud. Of but they are really sort of. I think because, well, I believe they do have a big contrast because it's bigger than most people think as well. People just, mm. I mean, your average English sort of thinks it's just little Colombia over there. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think going away, like just like I know that in I know Britain, like you just don't realise how small until you're driving the bus. It's like I fucking barely moved on the map. Yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> this up because it's, it's the recording's been quite long. Yeah, I just realised. Yeah. So we just finished lunch, we can go over dinner soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I finished with a few questions. Go for it. Quick five questions. Okay, so what is the favourite place that you've travelled to? Chile for the landscapes. Good I think that's been the most prompt answer. I know. I but you said you were speaking about it earlier. Yeah, well, and I think it's because I had that before, and I've loved every single place. I've Indonesia, the volcanoes, Philippines, the island hopping is unreal there. Um, Peru is gorgeous as well, but I think the landscapes, the variety of landscapes in Chile, just yeah, yeah. that was incredible. That was really really cool, even if it is pricey. Sounds like you spent a lot of money there. Yeah, that hurt my budget. Second question: <laughs> Do you think that travelling? has changed your perspective on life in a couple of sentences uh, if so if so why or if not why I think it has um, 
I think it's made me a lot more independent, a lot more confident in like my own, like I can sort shit out, it's fine. Yeah. And I, I already appreciated stuff in England, but I think you do appreciate certain things even more, but also realise what we lack at the same time. But you, I would have people talking to me about having, like foreigners who had gone to England and just really hating like the lack of appreciation that they found a lot of the time when they were there. Yeah. Which was quite an interesting thing to hear about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, different. Definitely. Okay. Last question. Do you listen to podcasts and if so, which is your favourite one? I do not. You do not? Oh. But I was recently recommended, what was it called? Guilty Feminist or something? I heard that. Okay, I, I haven't I haven't heard of or listened to that one, but that's okay. I might start a podcast though. Have, not start my own, start listening to them. Start your own, why not? Do it. I would oh, just be so bad with keeping it up. <laughs> Don't limit yourself. Right, thank you very much for your time, Lauren. No worries. Hasta luego, viva Colombia. <laughs> so that's it. Episode four complete, Lauren Cullen Gomez. Thank you so much for your time and hospitality. Uh, if you if you like the episode, then please leave a comment. Let me know what you liked about it or share it. If you're a solo female traveller who wants to spread the word or if you try and encourage females to do more, then share Lauren's story. Let you know that it is safe. You can go around the world and do it. Or if you're half Colombian, half English and your, your, your mum made the local newspaper, then... Let me know, I can put you in touch and they can share stories. But uh, leave us a comment on iTunes or Stitch or Spotify, wherever you do. It helps us a lot. And share this for anyone if, who, if you want to inspire and help them to go travel or do something a bit different in their life. Until next time, chicos, hasta luego.